Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin sheets are used by players like you. The Ragazin Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Ragazin Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Santa Anita. Come out and watch and wager at iconic Santa Anita Park. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 for reservations. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. By Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association, it pays to own a cow bread. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. 
And welcome to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm Bob Ike. You're listening to a Saturday edition. We'll bring John Lindo in just one minute. Huge day of racing from around the country and, in fact, around the world. We start at Santa Anita today. Ten race card kicks off at 1230. The feature goes as race seven. That's the grade three Santa Ana, a mile and a quarter on the turf for fillies and mares. Well underway in Saudi Arabia. In fact, there's only one race left, and it's the big one. $20 million up for grab in the Saudi Cup. That goes in about 30 minutes or so. We'll check in and follow that as we go along. Oakland Park, big 12-race card, including the $1.25 million Rebel Stakes. That goes as the 11th. Razorback and Honeybee on that card. Gulfstream Park has 12, including the Gulfstream Park Sprint, which goes as race number 11. Aqueduct, Golden Gate, Los Alamitos tonight. We're going to have coverage on all of it. And to join me right now, my co-host, John Lindo, who was up and Adam and early in the race book at the South Point this morning. Good morning, John. How are you? Uh, good morning, Bob. Yeah, before dawn to after sunset, the, the South Point is taking all the races from King Abdul Aziz Racecourse. So they had ticket riders in there at 5.15 this morning. So uh, heads off to them, and they had, had people standing in line betting. So that was terrific. Well, you were out there, too, so hats off to you, John, and uh, you're going to enjoy your weekend in Vegas and at the South Point. I know that. So get us up to speed on some of these Saudi Cup results. Uh, I saw the Japanese horse Forever Young stayed undefeated by winning the Saudi Derby, but, John, I never thought that horse was a winner at any point in time. Yeah, let's start with that. The fourth race on the card at King Abdulaziz was the Saudi Derby, and the horse that was getting all the steam and, and all you know all the attention Number six, Forever Young. Again, the Japanese horse trained by Yoshito Yahiji. This is the guy that won a couple of Breeders' Cup races at Del Mar a couple of years ago. And you're right, Bob. He didn't break alertly, and Forever Young had to be seven or eight wide every step of the way and just looked like he was kind of going up and down. He never changed leads in the stretch, but he just kind of kept grinding. And he was, he was able to nail uh, Bookham Dano with a Rad Ortiz aboard this is a New Jersey bred by uh, Boo Carroll, who stood in Florida now moving to New York. So, uh, you know, interesting connections for Bookham Dano. He looked like a winner all the way down the stretch, but got nailed in the very last jump. The other U.S. horse, Ben Tornado, uh, finished third. This is a horse from Florida. We'll ask Kobe Callett about him, and he ran a good race. But the two U.S. horses just could not hold off the Japanese horse, Forever Young, who is now a perfect 4 for 4 in his career. He will go next if everything goes right in the UAE Derby to try and pick up some more Kentucky Derby points. And if he runs well there, we're going to see him the first Saturday in May at Churchill Down. The Japanese came right back and won the dirt sprint. Remake got up. So uh, once again, Japan showing it competes as well as anyone on the national international stage. Absolutely. Skelly from the Steve Asmussen Stable in Oakland Park made the lead train for home, and it looked like he briefly got clear in mid-stretch he looked like a winner and the japanese horse remake really finished well down the lane and was able to run down skelly this is a horse trained by koichi shintani and uh, he took some wagering in the u.s pool so he was obviously well meant he got the job done again the usa had to settle for second there and the third place uh, finisher in that race was the one horse who was bold journey also from the u.s so the u.s second and third once again 
And, John, about 30 minutes now until the $20 million Saudi Cup. White Abario, Breeders' Cup Classic winner, he drew the rail. This is a mile and an eighth race around one turn. So he's on the inside, probably about his best distance. He's got tactical speed. Uh, you've got National Treasure in there who won the Pegasus. Senor Buscador, a good second in the Pegasus. Saudi Crown, I mean, it's pretty loaded, John, as it should be for $20 million. Yeah, with that, with that kind of purse, nobody's going to duck anybody else in there. And there's a ton of speed. You have Saudi Crown from the Steve Asmussen Stable. We saw Hoist the Gold and National Treasure hook up in the Pegasus, and they set a blistering pace in there. So you've got to think all three of those with that long run down the mile and eighth uh, one-turn race. The, the pace will be uh, very hot, I would assume, in this race. And it sets up for somebody maybe like a white Barrio who can sit inside. But, you know, we've seen the Japanese flavor already on the card, and they have three horses in here. Derma Sotogaki, who was second to white Barrio in the Breeders' Cup Classic, and uh, he's coming into this race in good form. Ushba Tesoro, who also ran in the Breeders' Cup Classic. And there's another horse, another Japanese horse named Lemon Pop, who was in very good form over there. And uh, I, I think any of those three Japanese horses could uh, get the job done again and keep this Japanese thing rolling over in Saudi Arabia. And the way the pace comes up, maybe Senor Buscador with a one turn and a long stretch, he'll, he'll be running on late. Maybe he gets part of this race as well. He's he's good at getting a part of it, John. This horse has been a, a money earner, just been, doesn't win a lot, but he's always running on. Some sad news uh, was announced during the week that champion Philly Echo Zulu had to be put down, John. Uh, this is a Steve Asmussen champion Philly who was training up to the Breeders' Cup, went wrong in a workout. They tried to save her. It's been about four months now. I think she was at a vet clinic, but uh, ultimately uh, they had to put her down during the week. Right, kind of a freak thing. You know, she suffered a serious injury in October. There was surgery done. She's been at the Chino Valley Equine Clinic. I know that the hospital was an excellent facility. And just she got cast in her stall, got kind of stuck in her stall on Sunday. When she tried to get up, she injured a leg and had to be euthanized. And it's an absolute shame that she won 9 of 11 starts. She was the champion two-year-old filly at 2021, earned over $2.6 million in you know, she was actually she was being a terrific patient concerning everything she's had to go, go through and a big loss for Steve, trainer Steve Asmussen and all the connections. And Echo Zulu, a true champion, unfortunately, uh, we're going to miss her. John, let's preview the Rebel today at Oaklawn. Uh, as I mentioned, $1.25 million, race number 11 on their Big 12 race card. Looks like perfect conditions today at Oaklawn. And I got to tell you, John, for this amount of money, uh, the, the field came up a little underwhelming, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, one point two five million for a Grade Two event—that's that's pretty huge. There's one late scratch in the race, and that's number thirteen, Time for Truth. So that takes a lot of the early speed out of the race. The six-to-five morning line favorite is number seven, Timberlake, who comes off of the Bridges Cup Juvenile, where he was beaten about eight lengths. He finished fourth behind Fierceness and Muth and Locke. So obviously a, a terrific a group of horses in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile. But that was his first try around two turns, and he did flatten out that day. So uh, he has not won around two turns. He's coming off the layoff. So he has a little bit to prove in this spot, and he's going to be a short price. If you're trying to beat him, I think with the late scratch of the 13 time for two, maybe you take a second look at number one, Carbone. This is a horse that uh, won his first two starts easily, including a mile at Oakland Park, so he's got a win over the track. 
He didn't run a jump really in, in the uh, Southwest Stakes, but that was on a muddy track. So if it was the conditions of the racetrack that, that compromised the chances that day, he gets back on fast ground today. He draws the rail, and he should be the controlling speed coming out of the gate. If he can make the lead and, and get a little breather, I think at 15-1 to 1 on the morning line, Carbone is a live long shot in the Rebel. We'll see how Timberlake does around two turns. You have uh, number 11, Just Steele, for D. Wayne Lucas, who was second in the Southwest and second in the Smarty Jones. So obviously he has proven form on the racetrack at, uh, at Oakland Park. I just wondered, though, his best races to me were sprinting, so I don't know if the mile and 16th is really what he wants. If the race does fall apart late, there's a, a 30 to 1 shot in here, number three, common defense. Again, you throw out the muddy track race in the Southwest, and his maiden win on the fast track at Oakland was good. So we'll see. Maybe he has a chance to, to pick up the pieces, but to me, you put Carbone on the lead, and if they catch you, they catch you. And at that price, I'm willing to take the chance. That's a great price, 15 to 1 on Carbone. Well, John, uh, as I mentioned, you're out at the South Point, but your uh, Lendo report is there four times a week given away for free and uh come out and see our our friend steve johnson i know uh he's taking care of you this weekend john is he he always does does a fantastic job in there last week you gave us shady tiger as your radio winner at seven dollars out at santa anita so uh on behalf of the lindo report and the south point where do you want to go for your race santa anita radio play today let's go to race number eight in the eighth race today at santa anita I'm going to try to beat number four, Judge Miller, the 6-5 uh, to five morning line favorite. He was a vet scratch on January the 27th. Did not work from January 15th to February 12th, and now he stretches out. So he's bred to love two turns, but, you know, I don't think the, the preparation has probably been ideal for this race. Maybe we can upset him today. Let's go with number six, low expectations, coming off a good effort, uh, going head-in-head with the, the Bob Everforce flying drummer before ending up fourth last time. He's improving again. He's outside where he can stalk or set the pace. And at 10 to 1 on the program, he's the value of the race. Number six, low expectations. Race eight at Santa Anita. And Bob, with uh, Bob Mazursky having the day off, you were going to look at the future race at Santa Anita today. That's the seventh race, the grade three Santa Ana Stakes. Yeah, I mean, I think the favorite, Linda's Gift, is the obvious horse to beat on a roll for trainer Richard Mandela. Two straight wire-to-wire wins, so uh, no surprise there. She'll be the morning line, or she will be the post-time favorite and the horse to beat. Uh, If she's going to be upset, I'm going to try two other horses in the race to look at, John. Musical Rhapsody, who's been second twice in a row to Linda's Gift, actually has faced her three straight times, hasn't been able to get to her. But one of these days, maybe, uh, if the pace comes up a little quicker. And then I'll also look at Kinjani, who was an impressive winner against much softer in her U.S. debut, but really took off late, loves the mile and a quarter distance, might be a fit here with these Frankie Dettori aboard. So Linda's gift on top, but if you're looking for upsetters, I'm going to check out Musical Rhapsody and Kinjani. And, and John, I'm going to give out a different race for my radio play. I put out my selection sheet today. Races 7, 9, and 10 were my best plays. I put $135 into that late pick five. Very competitive today. So let's try to make it two weeks in a row. John gave out Stay Hot last week. I'm going to go for a better price today, and that's in the ninth race all the way to the bottom, number nine, Catalina Eddy at 10 to 1 on the morning line, I think is an excellent play today. This is a very, very competitive race. From top to bottom, I thought this was the strongest, most competitive race on the card. 
But Catalina Eddy's got that cutback and distance that we love coming down the hill, route to sprint, ran a good race off the layoff, then was routed a couple times. I think this horse is dead fit and ready today, good tactical speed from the outside, and I think we'll run a big race today in a very competitive race. Let's take the price horse. Ninth race, number nine, Catalina Eddy at 10 to 1 on the morning line will be my radio play. Well, John, let's go to our first time out. When we come back, we're going to speak with Ed Wilson. He's the brother of Art Wilson, who passed away last week. We want to get some thoughts from his brother, Ed Wilson. Also, we're going to get a pick from Eddie and Bruce Finkelstein. That'll be the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles, a Saturday edition on AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. AM 830. Fans make plan to join us for great racing and good times this weekend at Spectacular Santa Anita. And don't forget, one of the biggest days on the racing calendar is now just one week away, Saturday, March 2nd. Be a part of history as the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap will highlight a tremendous card that will also include one of America's most important derby preps, the $300,000 San Felipe, as well as the Grade 1 Kilroll Mile on Turf and much more. That's all on Santa Anita Handicap Day next Saturday, March 2nd. Our main event this Saturday is the Grade 3 Santa Ana Stakes for fillies and mares at a mile and one quarter on turf. Bands every weekend, you can play the $1 coast-to-coast pick five. It's a player-friendly wager with a low 15% takeout that combines a series of five races between Goldstream Park and Santa Anita. Bands, don't forget, each Friday we offer free admission and parking as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks, and postage costs. Easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. Voices sent. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at the Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. 
Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call farm manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. Welcome back, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And John, we didn't mention in the first segment that coast-to-coast bet that we like between Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita. $1 minimum, 15% low takeout, and that kicks off today at 1.36 Pacific Time with the 10th race from Gulfstream. So, don't forget, get involved there. And, uh, John, how about our Calbred of the Week? Right. Our Calbred of the Week is going to be the winner of the $100,000 Spring Fever Stakes on Sunday, and that was Big Pond. Uh, you, you've heard of this guy, and Mr. Big, who stands out of Legacy Ranch. He's the sire of Big Pond out of the Lemon Drop Kid Mare beside Still Water. His owner is bred by George Krikorian. He's trained by Tim Yachtin. Big Pond now has three wins from six lifetime starts, including the two stakes wins. And that $60,000 here in last Sunday increases her lifetime earnings to $273,230. Our Calbred of the Week, Big Pond. And uh, if you want to find out who our Calbred Horse of the Year for 2023 will be, that will be announced next uh, Tuesday, March 12th, at the CTBA Awards Dinner at the Le Meridian Hotel right there across the street from Santa Anita. If you want to go, contact Christy Chapman at the CTBA offices, Christy at CTBA.com. Very good. Thank you, John. Let's bring in Ed Wilson now. He, as I mentioned, the brother of Art Wilson, who, as you heard on Mike's show last Sunday, passed away at the age of 71. Uh, Ed Wilson, good morning. Uh, we all wanted to wish you condolences. You and I had a chance to talk privately, but uh, welcome to the show, and uh, let's talk about your brother, who was such a big part of Southern California racing. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Bob. Uh, yeah, the family has, uh, you know, been overwhelmed uh, by the support we've received, uh, the text messages, the emails, and it's just been, uh, you know, really uh, heartfelt from the community. And it's been a, you know, it's been a big part of us being able to get through this, and we're still trying to sort through an awful lot. But yeah, um, he's going to be missed. He sure is, uh, 71, and, and we know Art had battled some health issues over the last decade and, and battled very bravely. In fact, was still, uh, geez, he was out going to the races as of a couple weeks ago, wrote a great column on Toby Keith, so uh, was still doing quality work all those years for the Southern Cal Newspaper Group. And uh, just a, a couple things, Art, that, you know, we know, I mean, Ed, we know Art was a long shot better, and... Um, <laughs> I'm going to take some pride in convincing 
Art Wilson to put a place bet on a horse once in a while as well because so many times I'd be sitting next to him and he'd run second with a 20 to 1 and I say well did it did you at least back it up and I think later in life uh yeah. Art finally did start backing up those long shots didn't he Yeah he did um you know it's funny Bob he's the one that uh, ta- uh you know our dad taught him how to read the racing form and he in turn um taught me how to read it uh, I would sometimes just shake my head, and I know you did too. I know John Lindo did um, over some of the – and, um, you know, I can honestly say that he was very good-natured when his horses ran up the track at 60, 70 to 1, but when they won, he didn't rib it in, you know, to us. He just sat back and grinned, and that's just the type of guy he was. Art was a good winner, and he took losing very well. Uh, Eddie, you and I had talked. Uh, I, I wish I had that in me to, to take the losses as well as as he did. Um, I've been known to kick trash cans, overturn chairs, slam binoculars. Not a, I'm not proud of it, but uh, Art Wilson had a better reaction to losses than I did. Let's talk. His favorite horse was Sham, and unfortunately sham ran into the greatest racehorse of all time in 1973 and uh his name was secretariat but art never lost his loyalty for sham no no not at all and uh a good friend of his uh ray nelson actually purchased uh as a gag gift for him it was a two-way uh i think it was a sham avenue and secretariat street uh, road sign, and Art would always have it turned over to, to the sham side, and whenever Ray and I got an opportunity, would flip it to the secretariat side, and it never took him long to realize, and he'd flip it back to sham, but uh, he loved that horse, and that was a big part of him getting involved in the racing industry. John, I'm going to let you jump in in just one second. I just want to say one more thing about Art, and you mentioned his friendship with Ray Nelson. Uh, Ray was a a guy who passed away about 10 years ago, and Ray had contracted polio at a young age, and he was confined to a wheelchair, and and Ray was, what, maybe four feet tall at the most? Uh, Art Wilson was as good a friend to Ray Nelson as anybody could ever have. Brought him to the press box, transported him. I think they even may have lived together for a while. Um, That, to me, says everything you need to know about Art Wilson. It's not common for people to befriend others less fortunate like Ray, who had that handicap, but he treated him like a brother, like he treated you, and, and I just thought that said the world about Art. Oh, absolutely. Uh, him and Ray were inseparable. Uh, the three of us did a lot of road trips to the track. We uh, did a lot of road trips to Vegas um, before off-track was, you know, invented and spend the weekend betting the horses. And it was, you know, it was a lot of fun. And it's just uh, it's not going to be the same without him, but we're going to move on and we're going we're gonna to keep handicapping in his honor. John Lindo, I know you spent a lot of time sitting across from Art in the Del Mar press box, and, and you guys share a love of baseball, and uh, Art got to talk to Frank Howard, his his favorite manager is Ron Washington, who's now with the Angels, so maybe this all ties in us being on the Angel station. Uh, John, what, what do you have for Ed Wilson? Yeah, just a couple of things, Eddie. First of all, I am so glad 
for Art that the Texas Rangers were able to win a World Series before Art decided. Yeah. I think maybe he said, okay, I, that's enough. I'm, I'm done now. I mean, uh, it, it, it might have taken an awful lot out of Art. But, uh, I, I tell you, he yeah. loved his Texas Rangers and had it playing on his phone all the time when we were sitting in the press box there. But I wanted just to let you know, people know about the kind of guy Art was. Uh, those of us of a certain age, we can go back to radio, you know, way back in the 80s, when Bill Garr would do the race recreation and uh, the scratches in the morning. Uh, Bill was known for maybe the corniest jokes ever run on radio. And, uh, you know, Art was proud to pick up that mantle. And uh, <laughs> uh, he uh, loved to tell the corny. And uh, for whatever reason, my wife laughed at the joke. So uh, she was I'm, proud I'm, of the, I'm, fr- I'm, I'm frightened. I'm frightened that I know where this is going. But go ahead. <laughs> She was president of the Art Wilson Joke Fan Club, but I just want you to let you know, she, he, Art would send me a text once in a while, hey, tell this joke to your wife for me. And the last uh, text I got from Art, I just wanted to share this. He sent a joke from my wife. He said, what do you get a lawyer for uh, for, for, for their birthday? And then he sent back the next text, Greece. And so that made my wife laugh. Uh, you know, it, 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 it's Art in a nutshell. He, he enjoyed life. He was kind to others. And uh, Eddie, uh, I'm going to miss him. We'll get together this summer again, like we do for for dinner at Del Mar, and we'll talk okay. about your brother, who was just a great man. That hey, sounds, Eddie, that, uh, that sounds good. Eddie, uh, you do handicapping yourself. Uh, you're you're known as Eddie the Hat, and uh, you're part of the consensus box with the SoCal News Group. How about in honor of your brother? Uh, how about a winning selection today out at Santa Anita? Well, I tried as hard as I could to come up with something that uh, that he would have given out as a flyer. Um, but I do have a horse that we both liked uh, the last time it ran on Super Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday in the 10th race, the number nine horse, National General. Um, he had some choice words for the way the horse kind of loomed up and hung through the stretch, which I'm not going to uh, repeat here on the radio. But I really like the horse today, and I think he would like it. Uh, as well, first off, the claim for George Papa Padromo, cutting back in distance, and the barn's 25%. I'm going to bet um, National General Rue in honor of him today, and I think that's a, a, a solid bet coming off of a race that he liked uh, this horse in last time he ran. Very good. Tenth race, number nine, National General for, let's make it for Ed and Art Wilson. Eddie, really appreciate Appreciate you joining us, sharing your memories. Uh, we're going to miss him, but we're going to see you around, and we're going to keep that memory alive. Right. Th- thanks a lot for having me on. It meant a lot. And the family. Okay. Uh, you know, the family again would like to thank everybody for the, you know, for the support that we've received. And we know there'll be a memorial later uh, in March, I believe, late March, and we will uh, get that news out to everybody. Okay. All right. Thank you, Bob, and thank you, John. All right, that was Ed Wilson from the SoCal News Group. And let's go now to Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning, Bob. Good morning, John. How's it going, guys? We're doing really well. Uh, First thing we wanted you to kind of preview today was the Razorback at Oaklawn. Older horses going around two turns, part of their huge card today. How did you see the Razorback? First of all, 600000 up for grabs for a grade three. Not too many grade threes run for this kind of money. Just tremendous purses uh, these days at, at Oaklawn Park. Um, 
reading the article about the preview article about this race, apparently the four, who I think is the morning line favorite, Ain't Life Grand, is running tomorrow. He's been entered back tomorrow. So it's not official. I haven't gotten the scratches yet, but according to the uh, Mary Rampolini who wrote the feature article, this horse is coming out. And it's funny, for this much money, you would think you would get maybe a more accomplished field. Uh, after the scratch, will be 12 in the race. Get this, of the 12 runners, only two of these horses have earned over a half a million dollars, which is not a high bar anymore, and only one horse in the race has a graded stakes race. So I almost uh, view this race like really kind of a glorified allowance race, and I wonder if some horsemen didn't uh, miss the boat here and not send uh, for this kind of money. Um, but in a wide-open affair, tell you one thing at Oakland, there has been a tremendous amount of wet tracks at this meeting. And when you get a wet track, a lot of times you get form reversal. I remember when uh, Mystic Dan won there uh, a couple of weeks ago on, in the mud. It, would, it did a total form reversal. And you could go the other way, too. You could throw races out for horses. And there's a couple of horses that I think fit that bill where you can maybe throw out their, their uh, recent races and go back to their fast track races because we're going to get good conditions today. Um, the two, Frosted Departure on uh, December 15th in an allowance race, drew a, a difficult post, the 10 box, didn't exactly fly out of the gate, but quickly got over from the 10 box, rated on the lead and won a laugher, earning a big number. Off of that race, he, he added eight pounds, got into the, 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 the mud this time out, stretched out another eighth of a mile to a mile and three sixteenths. He went very fast early. He was a well-beaten fourth. I'm kind of going to forgive that race. Take a look at this guy's lifetime record in, in the mud. It's not very good. Six races, no wins or seconds lifetime. He's back on dry land. He's dropping weight. He's back down to a buck 18 today. He draws near the inside. If he can, if he can get to the first turn in front, he might be able to take these all the way. The horse inside of him is also interesting. Sees the night. Who doesn't also another one that's not a great mud horse, but ran well in a 150 grand stakes race in the slop. I think this horse is better on dry land, and I kind of like the improvement he's shown too. So, in a very wide open race, let's go with a price horse. The two frosted departure, a horse to definitely look at. I think also is the one sees the night. John Lindo, uh, we've got the golden hour bets between Golden Gate and Santa Anita, and I know you want to get uh, Bruce's. Northern Cal selection. Yeah, Bruce, I'm going to ask you for our Golden Gate pick, but just to update you for that Razorback, there were three late, late scratches in there, including number one, Seize the Night, number four, Ain't Life Grand, and number six, Midnight Rising. So that might make it a little bit easier for you there. So we'll just get that update on the Oakland race. And how about a Golden Gate selection today? Yeah, let's go. I really like a horse, guys, in the sixth race at Golden Gate. So you can play your own late pick three here. And I really love the four Hanks in the sixth race. This horse has only run, uh, came off a seven-and-a-half-month layoff. Second race off the bench is the race that I'm looking at on January 6th. He drew an, uh, an outer box, and he was four wide every step of the way, uh, stalking. And I, I have to say, he ran, he ran a mile and a sixteenth this day. I mean, he just lost a ton of ground, and he just kept grinding to get the win in ultra-game fashion. That was a starter allowance race. He was jumped into a um, allowance race last time out, just probably overmatched, showed some brief run, and wasn't embarrassed. 
He's back in against claimers. I love where he's drawn near the, you know, in, in the four box here. And he could be up close. I'm not saying he's a front runner today, but he should be up close to a very slow tempo. I think he's super well spotted. Race six, let's go with the four. Hanks listed at four to one on the morning line. Sixth race, make it Hanks, and uh, I mistakenly said only seven races. There are eight today at Golden Gate, but Bruce, uh, come on down south and give us a pick from Santa Anita. Well, there's an angle I think that you like quite a bit, Bob. It's the Lasix play. Uh, in uh, you know, in, in stakes races, no Lasix allowed. In allowance and maiden races, it is allowed. Take a look in the first race at Santa Anita. On Jonathan Thomas's horse, number eight, Uncle Truly, he broke his maiden in his second start at Woodbine. He beat a four-to-five shot that day. Um, he sat just off the leaders. He rallied down on the rail. He looked super uh, the last part of that race. Off of that effort, he goes to Aqueduct in a stake, and the Lasix comes off. He had run with Lasix. The Lasix came off. I don't think he wanted to be up front. He showed brief run and just kind of collapsed that day. He's been on the sidelines for three months. He's dropping from a stake to an allowance. And most importantly, he gets the bleeder medication again today. He's back on Lasix. I think there's ample early speed in here to set it up. He can finish a bit, and I think it should set up nicely. So in race one, let's go with the Lasix back on play, the eighth. Uncle Truly, again, listed at 4-1 to one on the morning. And line. tell us, very good, tell us what's available today at uh, – BetOnBruce.com. Full card analysis. Challenging card today at Santa Anita. Good one. Even some of the early races are good today. We have the full card with late races from Gulfstream, audio included, best bets at Santa Anita with audio, and the late pick four at Golden Gate on the best bets at BetOnBruce. Thank you, Bruce. We'll talk again next week. Take care, guys. They are circling John behind the gate for the $20 million Saudi Cup. We'll see if we can get that in during the commercial break. If not, we'll uh, we'll run it while we're talking to John Hardoon and Toby Callett in the next segment. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 and on the Angels radio app. Angels Radio, AM 830. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos with another big weekend of stakes racing action. Top fillies and mares will face off this Saturday night in the Denim and Diamonds Handicap with a full field set for the top distaff event. Then on Sunday night, up-and-coming sophomores will race for a purse of $115,000 in the Los Alamitos Maiden Stakes. Amore for a reason, and fastest qualifier SM Jess Corona will head the strong field at 350 yards. And as always, Los Alamitos will feature night racing's best bets, like our early and late pick fours, and the $10,000 pick six promo on Sundays if there's not a carryover. Enjoy the best of daytime simulcast racing at Los Alamitos, with luxury-filled indoor seating locations and the beautiful Vessels Club. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. Plus, we have the fun and convenient Burgart Sports Bar. It's another great weekend of stakes racing action at the Orange County Track. The best of quarter horse racing is always at Los Alamitos Racecourse. 
Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Nearly 50 years ago, Len Ragazin formulated the idea of speed ratings. Today, the Ragazin Sheets are still America's premier speed rating product. Who uses Len Ragazin speed ratings? Trainers use the Ragazin Sheets to place their horses. Breeders check the Ragazin Sheets before making million-dollar decisions. And jockey agents consult the Ragazin Sheets when choosing which horse to ride. But most importantly, the Ragazin Sheets are used by players like you. The Rags and Sheets are available online at thesheets.com. Our website also offers free introductory material, including an online seminar. You can also receive free introductory material by calling us directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Rags and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Angels Radio. AME 30. What have you got it? And what you need? Welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. They're at the 16th pole. John Lindo, this is uh looks like a wire to wire winner. Somebody's coming on the outside though. This is gonna get very tight at the wire. Wow. John, who got that on the outside? I cannot tell. It was a, it, two horses hit the wire together on the far outside in the blue silks. That was number, I think that was number 12. It looks right? like number 12, yes. Yeah. So that, uh, and I'm trying to think on the inside. I can't see that. It might have been 13. And it said, look like number 12, Senor Buscador. Nails number 13, Tesoro, I think, right on the money. It's close. Maybe, yeah, I, it's too close to call. Ushba Tesoro on the inside, Senor Buscador on the outside, and they both ran down Saudi Crown right in the shadow of the wire. Well, John Hardoon, you've been a big Senor Buscador fan. Uh, you, you played him last time, and he ran a huge second, and I think he just won a $20 million race. It's amazing. He got up. I jumped off a week too early. <laughs> so... <laughs> I got beat. Uh, Saudi Crown ran his eyeballs out. I thought Thurman Sotogaki was going to put in a big effort. White Barrio obviously didn't care for the track or whatever, but uh, he did just did not show up, and he had a perfect trip. Yeah, he did not fire at all. So uh, 
It looks like Senor Buscador over the Japanese horse Uspa Tesoro. Uh, a great thrilling race. This horse, boy, he, he deserved to win one of these because he's been knocking heads. And, and the one turn I always thought was best for Senor Buscador. So we'll uh, let you know when that goes official. John, how about conditions today at Aqueduct? Actually, it's a beautiful day. It's just a cold day, but it, it is beautiful. No rain or snow in sight, so that's certainly good news. Track is deep and heavy. They've been putting all kinds of chemicals in it because of the weather. So some days it's speedy, some days it's closes. You just got to watch a few and adjust on the fly. John Lindo, uh, why don't you go ahead and get the first pick from John today? Yeah, John Hardin, you have a selection sheet of Santa Anita, Aqueduct, Gulfstream Park, and Oakland Park today. So where do you want to go for your first play? Let's go to Aqueduct and look at the fifth race today. It's a flat mile on the main track, and I like the number eight horse in here, Good Penny. A six-year-old mare makes a first start since joining the Richard Dutro barn. She's been freshened up since last November. He does exceptionally well with these layoff horses, and this is first time for him. He draws a good outside box, four to one on the morning line. I like number eight, Good Penny, to win today's fifth race out at Aqueduct. And, John, uh, we always want to get a second pick from you. You gave us a nice radio winner last week out at Gulfstream, and that was Honor DeLady, 1160. So uh, where do you want to go for your second radio pick? Okay, so let's go to Gulfstream again, and let's look at the 11th race today, which is part of that coast-to-coast. -coast. And I love the number 10 horse in here, Dean Delivers. This is a five-year-old gelding from the Michael Yates barn. This is a steady and consistent horse. He fires every time. I love the draw. He's drawn outside. He's got speed, so he's going to get first run. Amicio Jaramillo aboard to ride 5-1 to one on the morning line. I like number 10. Dean delivers to win today's 11th race out at Gulfstream Park. And tell us what's available today at johnhardoon.com. We have Gulfstream, we have Oakland, we have Aqueduct, and, of course, Santa Anita Selections. Very good. Good luck today. Thank you, John. Uh, we will talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Stay safe and be well. All right. Let's bring in Toby Callett from tobycallett.com. And, of course, his selection is available with all of our handicappers at todaysracingdigest.com. Good morning, Toby. Hi, Bob. How are you? Doing well. And uh, unless the weather changed rapidly, it uh, looked like you guys were going to have great conditions all week. Yes, well, it, uh, last night, uh, overnight, uh, had a little sprinkle uh, down there at Gulfstream, and uh, it uh, made for a good excuse to take the second race off and uh, display their beautiful patetic course. Uh, so today's second will not be run on the grass, but they're listing the turf good for the remaining races on the card, and I sure hope they stay on because uh, every horse that I like in the uh, remaining grass races is double digits in the morning line. And two of those races are part of that coast to coast. So uh, uh, there's uh, there is there is hope for the for the weak ones. I'll I'll put it to you that way. Yeah, we we need to keep those on the turf because, as you said, races ten and twelve, full fields on the turf, part of the uh, coast to coast. So we need those to stay on. Uh, John Lindo, what do you have for Toby? Toby Florida was pretty well represented today. Ben Ben Tornado under Luis Ayes ran third in the Saudi Derby. And, uh, you know, book him down by a sire that stood in Florida. Carol just got nailed by Forever Young, so, and that was written by our Ratter T. So the guys didn't win from Florida, but they ran well. Well, the Florida breads, uh, you know, historically, you know, what a, what a big uh, 
a supporter of the Florida Bloods that I've been through the years. And, you know, sadly, as, as uh, full crops are down and, you know, the racing seems to be eroding, uh, it, it hasn't necessarily affected the upper echelon. Ben Tornado uh, was uh, dominating the Florida Sire Stakes uh, until the final uh, where he just didn't fire, but uh, he was a $45,000 yearling. They resold him as a two-year-old for 170. Uh, he's certainly earned his keep, as so many Florida Bloods do. So uh, nice, uh, nice effort from him, to say the least. Well, Toby, where do you want to go for your radio play today? Well, you guys need bankroll for your later card and for that coast-to-coast. I'm going to take you to the seventh race today. And, uh, in the, you know, we had a mutual friend that, that used to have guys that he never bet on no matter what. Uh, I'm sure you know who I mean. And, uh, <laughs> I think, so. I, think I do. Right. In, in, in memory of him, there's a guy that rarely, if ever, do I ever bet on his horses. But today, number three, American Retro in the seventh race at Gulfstream, to me, is a play and a half. Raced once on turf at Kentucky Downs, uh, ran against a filly by the name of Erna, uh, who broke your heart uh, when she broke her maiden, uh, when Chantel Sutherland put up a horrible ride uh, on a horse that you liked last winter. I do remember that well. But Erna has gone on to be a, a, a pretty nice filly. American Retro had no chance in that race. Looks like they've been pointing for this spot. Uh, I think it's a great, great spot. Uh, we'll, we'll get good value, and I think uh, this is the play. Behind her, we're looking at the six five pounds, the one typey, and the four right up front. Three six one four slam the door on today's seventh at Gulfstream Park. If we're right, we'll have plenty of bankroll to play coast to coast and all over the globe. Love it. Thanks, Toby. TobyCallett.com. We will talk to you next week. Thanks, Bob. Look forward to it. All right, that was Toby Kellett. Let's take our final time out. When we come back, Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. They've got a carryover tonight, a couple stakes races, a lot to look forward to. That'll be the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM830 and on the Angels radio app. Angels radio. AM830. Fans make plan to join us for great racing and good times this weekend at spectacular Santa Anita. And don't forget, one of the biggest days on the racing calendar is now just one week away, Saturday, March 2nd. Be a part of history as the 87th running of the Grade 1 Santa Anita Handicap will highlight a tremendous card that will also include one of America's most important derby preps, the $300,000 San Felipe, as well as the Grade 1 Kilroy Mile on Turf and much more. That's all on Santa Anita Handicap Day, next Saturday, March 2nd. Our main event this Saturday is the Grade 3 Santa Ana Stakes for fillies and mares at a mile and one quarter on turf. Bands every weekend, you can play the $1 Coast to Coast Pick 5. It's a player-friendly wager with a low 15% takeout that combines a series of five races between Gulfstream Park and Santa Anita. Bands, don't forget, each Friday we offer free admission and parking as well as $3 beers and $5 margaritas. Attention Inland Empire Racing fans. 
watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to TheDerbyRoom.com. TheDerbyRoom.com. See you at The Derby Room, 2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Ringo. AM 830. How you do it, you rock Welcome back. Final segment, Thoroughbred Los Angeles, Bob Ike and John Lindo. And uh, John, before we bring in Michael, how about a word on a couple spots that you can hit up uh, off track if you can't be at Santa Anita Live? Well, obviously, Bob, you know the Derby Room well in the Inland Empire. Get out there. They're open for watching and wagering. And uh, all the food service and, the, and everything else is turned back on at the OC Tavern now. 2369 South El Camino Real at San Clemente, right off the 5 Freeway. Great place to watch and wager, and you and I saw the renovations there. It's a nice facility. Yeah, it's going to be really great when it opens full full steam ahead. I'll be at the Derby Room tomorrow. Uh, John Lindo, a quick update. It was indeed officially Senor Buscador, 13-1, to 1, and I think you've got play money for the rest of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, the Japanese Ushbutsasoro second at six to one. Saudi Crown seventeen to one rounds out the trifecta in the twenty million dollar Saudi Cup. Congratulations to Todd Fincher. How about New Mexico to Riyadh? He's winning races. Absolutely, he comes to Del Mar in the summer, and there's a guy who's uh, this this horse has had a lot of tough beats, but he sure got it done on the right day. Let's bring in Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Bob. Well, you've got a lot going on tonight, a pick-six carryover of 28,000 and a couple stakes races, so fill us in. Yes, the pick-six sequence will be operating on races four through nine, and the final two races have capacity fields. The pair of stakes races for fillies and mares, a continuation of what is widely regarded as the best program in the nation for fillies and mares. The Denim and Diamonds Handicappers Race 9, named for a champion mayor who won the first 
champion of champions that Ed Bergart called back in 1981. It has Sir Lady Moon, last year's winner, as the 5-2 to two morning line favourite. She was favourite and last in the Grade 1 Charger Bar early in the year, back in early January, with plenty of excuses. She's very talented for Monte Rosa. The third and fourth place getters from that Grade 1 Charger Bar are in action. Ninfet has the rail and AJ Bourne running the outside post number 10. I think is beautifully poised there in the outside gate to give Eduardo Nicasio his 100th career stakes win at Los Alamitos. I fancy the grey mare on the outside as the 3-1 to one second choice on the morning line. There are four horses ranging from 5-2 to two to 9-2. to two. And in the other stakes race, the eighth event, four horses on Ed's morning line ranging from 3-1 to one to 9-2. to two. So great wagering value to be had across that late Stakes double. The supporting stakes race eight is named for Connie Hall, the all-time leading female trainer at Los Alamitos. Tomorrow night you've got the uh, maiden stakes. We'll get more info on that from Orlando on Mike's show tomorrow. So, John Lindo, uh, why don't you jump in with Michael? Yeah, Michael, with the 10 race card today at Santa Anita, what is your first post time tonight? 6.15 for the first of nine, John. And, uh, Michael, why don't we go ahead and get your radio play for tonight? In the seventh, which is a 350-yard quarter-horse allowance for horses who've not won four races, I like number five, VF Bonafide, who is five to two, second choice on Ed Burgard's morning line. Uh, the horse has accomplished his three career wins in just seven starts. And almost a year off, missed most of his three-year-old season, but has come back in good form and I think can repeat following a score in mid-December. Nice turn and work in the morning about a week and a half ago. So VF Bonafide, number five in the sounds for me. And, Michael, uh, information available always at LosAlamitos.com, including those uh, video workouts, which we like so much. Absolutely. It's all there at LosAlamitos.com. And at the preview show, the webcast that Jose Contreras, Christopher Wade, and I do every week is also to be found at the website and on Moselle's Twitter handle. Have a great weekend, and uh, let's get you home tonight in the 7th, Michael. Thanks, mate. Hooroo. All right, that was Michael Rona. John Lindo, thank you for co-hosting. Enjoy your weekend out in Vegas at the South Point. Thanks to Tony Inside, did a great job for us today filling in for Jake Rich. Mike Willman is here tomorrow from 8 to 10. Andy Harris follows us right now on the SoCal Restaurant Show. Ten races from Santa Anita, 12.30 first post, coast-to-coast wagering. And uh, it's already been a big day. It's wound down in Saudi, but uh, let's get it going here in Southern California. Thanks for listening. Good luck today. Cash some tickets, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed.